Hello everybody, welcome to Going the Distance with Nico Rox. I'm your host Roxanne, aka Rox Sizzle, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host Nikolai. What's up, what's up, we excitement. <laughs> Going the Distance is a space where we get to share our story and the ins and outs of long distance dating. Yes! Hello guys and gals and everybody in between. We welcome you back <laughs> for episode four. Uh, we're so excited to have you back and we're so excited to continue to share our story with you. Uh, we left off last time with uh, me planning to propose on my trip to uh, Cape Town, on my trip back to Cape Town. So we're just going to jump right back into that. Um, I was prepared to propose. I had a ring after maybe three, two, three different trips to the store, um, being the indecisive person that I am. And I finally uh, came to one that I felt justified the... The quality of woman that I thought my future wife yes. <laughs> was. <laughs> so I got the ring and um, I packed my bag and I was on my way to Cape Town. And this trip was amazing, actually. When I think about it, I was only there three weeks. A much shorter period yeah. than, than your other one. Yeah. Typically, I mean... I've been, was fortunate because the last time I was there, it was two months and, you know, with, you know, my freedom and and work schedule, it has allowed me to take longer than, you know, a long weekend or a week or two. So I think I was there three and a half weeks, No, three three weeks and a lot happened on this trip. We had the... The engagement, um, I came there in February because um, Roxy's daughter, Yaz, um, her birthday was in February, mm-hmm. so I wanted to surprise her. She didn't know I was coming. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to surprise her for her birthday. We had Valentine's Day, yeah. and then yes. we had you know, the engagement or the trip to, to George where Roxy's mother lived. And it was going to be my first opportunity to uh, To meet meet my my family. Yeah, meet her mom and, you know, her stepdad and and that other and her mom's side of the family. And so when I land, I had this thing planned out. Um, One of Roxy's good friends um, picked you up at the picked me up at at the the airport. airport. Yeah, because you I think you were working. Yeah, well, I may have just arrived that night. Mm-hmm. Like after you back to Cape Town, something like that. Yes, correct. And I'm now I'm going blank on <laughs> Lysander. Her name. Yeah, <laughs> I could have told you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lysander uh, picked me up from the airport. Uh, she took me to the Airbnb that you had, mm-hmm. you know, set up for me, and I didn't have everything planned about the engagement. I knew what I wanted to do. Um. Prior to coming, I had been in the loops with your mom. I had asked for your hand in marriage. And I knew I was going to do something, but it wasn't... Set in stone. It wasn't set in stone, and it wasn't organized. So when I got to Cape Town, I was, you know, brainstorming ideas with uh, Lysander. I showed her the ring. She approved. So I was like, okay, the the friend approves. I did good. And so I just decided, you know, what, you know, started to think about, you know, what I was going to do. Um, I came to the conclusion that I wanted to do it on our trip, on our trip to George or at George. I was going to do it with all the family there and, um, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna make it special, but I wanted to do it with, you know, your mom around and and all your family. So prior to that, we really got to uh, enjoy, um, enjoy our time, to- our time together. 
uh, we we celebrated Yaz's birthday. Yes. Oh, do, what, do you remember I what we did? I don't remember <laughs> what we did, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, we did the, something special. Yeah, and I surprised her. That was that was nice to see. You know her reaction. The, her reaction and the excitement on her face to see me. That you know warmed my heart and made me feel good. And we spent a, a lot of time together. And we did, went up to George pretty soon. Didn't did we not? I don't. Well, it happened in that trip. I don't know. Was Valentine's? Did we do Valentine's Day after? Going to George? After going to George? Mm-mm. It was, we went to George. George was like one of the first trips. Yeah, I feel. Okay. And then when we came back, we did a whole Valentine's Day trip out of town to yeah. Paul. For those of you who know what Paul is, for for those of you who don't, it's a, it's a wine, wine town, wine country. Yes. Just outside of Cape Town. And... I wish I had the details of exactly what happened. But right before we went to George, we had an argument about something. And it was not something not something petty, but it was something it was something kind of big, not a not a make or break, but for me it was like hold up Wait, Wait a, a minute. minute. <laughs> Something ain't right? <laughs> Something ain't right? No, I know. It, I know what it, it was. It was a, a pump your brakes moment, yeah. but I don't remember the details of it. I wish I... I know. I knew what it was. No, I remember. Show. I remember what it was. It was me messaging or trying to connect with... What is his name? Oh, my gosh. Some guy that you knew that was in town from the States... That was part of like a friend circle that I knew, but I was inviting him to like go with to other events, like to the park concerts and whatever else was happening during the summer. Oh, so like, yeah. But you happened to know him. Yeah, I knew so him. So the, pro- the argument happened around the fact that I was as open and as inviting to him to hang out in these settings. Oh, yeah. I had an issue with... The fact that because like I, I thought like, it was okay to do that, yeah, and I think at this point in our relationship, we didn't really create boundaries, not not in that sense, no. and it was, and you always had a lot of guy, guy friends. friends, and that was a huge adjustment for me because I was never probably because of the type of you know, Goldfins. guy that, you know, I was and just like knowing how just men are in general, not trusting. I look how beautiful you are. And I'm just like, all right, maybe you have good intentions, but nine times out of 10, you don't believe they do. 10 times out of 10. Oh, Lord. I, I say, <laughs> sorry, guys. I don't think that they do. And <laughs> I... And I think I was upset because I felt like you didn't paint the full picture. You had told me like, oh, I just invited, oh, he had come to Cape Town and I just, he asked about where the parties were. Like so doing that tour guide thing exactly. that I'm actually known for. Where he was looking for something. The plug. Just, and then I would be like, I know where. And then I'll connect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. And even if I'm going to be there, I'll be like, oh, no. Like, I'm going. My friends are going. Let's go. Yeah. Like, but then I find out that you, inviting. like, invited him to, like, hang out. It wasn't like him looking for something to do. It was like you're yeah. reaching out to, to hang out. And I was yeah. like, wait. Hold the effing minute. What's yeah. what's going on? So yeah, that just that put a a just, damper. A, a damper. Yeah, it like really. And to do with spanning the works, maybe, maybe that's a bit the way of saying it. Yeah, and so now this was, and I'm emotional. I'm not gonna lie. So that was like weighing heavy on my heart. I wasn't, you know, letting it letting it go. Now. Mm. 
you know, my my thoughts are playing the worst the games Very with similar. me at this situation, playing the worst case scenario. I'm not the most trusting person um, to you know to begin with. So now mm-hmm. I have this weighing on my on my chest, and I'm just like now I'm two minded. Exactly, like teetering back and forth. Like, what the hell am I doing? Like, am I am I being Am I jumping the gun? Am I am I moving too too fast? And this was a big sacrifice for me and my personal space because I've always wanted to, you know, slowly take the steps. We we move in together, like we start mm. dating. Yeah. You get close. You you you're exclusive. You're you know boyfriend girlfriend, and next then step next step would have been moving in together, and you know really because I, I look at in my adult stage, I, I I feel like I almost look at relationships like a a business decision, and as much as you may have a physical connection or an emotional connection, at the end of the day, you still have to be able Contra- to you know, cohabitate and, and work in the same space of one another and, you know, not knowing how each of you move within the confinements of one household can really create a rift in, in, you know, some relationships. So for me, I've always wanted to, uh, live with somebody and, you know, see, okay, can this, can this work? Yeah. And, for me, it was different. And for, yeah, and for you, it was different. And But for me, I also understood. So this was my, I, not compromise, but in my mind, my sacrifice of being understanding to the fact, like, I'm going to have to make peace with with doing things a little bit different because it's unrealistic for this woman to pick up. Nonetheless, she has a, a little girl, so pick up and uproot her whole life with somebody that they're just boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, yeah. she needs a little mm-hmm. more um, reassurance that this is that this is legit and this is something that I'm taking seriously. So, I understood that, but I'm we're we're still at the stage now where I'm just like ah, now my mind's playing games with me. I'm like ah, do I? Not that I don't want to, but am I just moving? me moving too quickly and we took this road trip up to uh george uh where her mother lived and when we got there we we got settled we we checked into like an airbnb Airbnb. and we went and met the family which was like what for you it was extremely welcoming Again, I think that's what made it super easy for us because it just f- feels like home. It's yeah. it's so organic. Um, it's extremely comfortable. It's it's familiar because you know that's how I am with my family. That's how my family is with others. Just embracing, embracing, embracing each other. So everybody, um, the. Cousins, the cousins, uncle, uh, your mom, <laughs> my grandmother's. You name. know, your mom embraced me with a you know big hug. I remember even before meeting your mom, when we were speaking over the phone and, and developing a relationship over the phone, I was you know trying to be respectful and I was calling her you know by her you know surname and she was like, "Do not." <laughs> call me that you can call me you know either you know Ingrid you can call me mom and so so from even before you know getting getting engaged I always called your mom mom and she just you know took me in we hugged we connected and that was you know an awesome awesome experience and then we threw did we we maybe have Yasmin's birthday there with the family, we could have done something up there. I feel like we maybe did that. 
Well, we didn't at the at the Airbnb that we stayed at. We didn't. We had a party, but it mm-hmm. wasn't directly. No, that wasn't directly for Yasmin. But I feel like we celebrated something for her in George with the family. Okay. So we yeah. So we was it? Oh, we went bowling. Yeah. Yeah. And the arcade and some yeah, we other t- things. went to the arcade. We we took her bowling. But we got situated. We um, had a great time in George. We we threw a party um, at our Airbnb. Mm-hmm. It was it was a really nice um, lot. We had a pool. Was it a community no, pool? Or we ne- our own no, pool? we never. Not at this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. babe. No, at the second place we stayed at, we had a pool. At the first one, we had a gaming, like an entertainment area. So we had darts. We had a pool table, a tennis. What do you call it? Table tennis. You're getting that confused. That was no. the second time. That was no. this, yes. That was the second time we came. This one, because that was when your dad came. We had the there was a. That's pool. where we were at the second Airbnb. You getting confused? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not. Anyways, uh, that is besides the point. So did we stay at two Airbnbs? That no. Okay, so it was then I know because my hair was short. That's how I know yes. from the pictures. It was the, and I tried to get the Super Bowl. And that was not. And it didn't. No. So, um, you hear us rifting. Um, Now, trying to get it together. But. Memories are too many memories and timelines. So, yeah, this place had a pool. And we threw a party. Your cousins came. I'll show you the pictures afterwards. Ooh, yeti. I'm telling you, it's the wrong place that you're no. thinking of. That was the second time you came. Mm-mm. I have all the pictures. Because the second place we came where we barbecued, my hair was long, and then that's what... Trust me. They just... Trust Trust me on this one. Ooh, yeah. Trust me on okay. this one. Okay. Say myself. Okay. <laughs> and... Yes, we threw a party. Um... And my dad I had already I had already met Roxy's dad yeah the, uh, first, the first time I came and he came by and it was just nice being around with the family you know obviously I'm I'm thinking about engagement and and proposing so for me it was just a blessing and and nice for me to interact with um both Roxy's parents yep in the same space, mm-hmm. um, having you know the cousins there, her grandmother was there, you know everybody, you know showing Myself me love and today. just just getting along and me being able to interact with the kids, you know, w- you know without, you know Roxy being there and playing games with them and you know trying to develop a a bond with Yaz, it just was. You know, a great experience. And then um, I think one of the nights we stayed at your... Or your mom had asked me. I think we were, we went back to her house. And she asked me if... Because we had been in the loops of, you know, doing the, the engagement. And mm. she asked me, she said, did you, did you bring the ring? Do you have the ring? And, <laughs> and I said, yes, I brought it. But I changed my mind and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I don't think it's the right time. As much as I I want to, I think we need some more some more time to, to grow to and to get other. to know each other. People. And she actually was relieved. As my mother. As as much as she gave me her blessing and she was she was in okay with it, it in support of it, when I came to that conclusion, she was like, you know, you're you're a good guy, and I think you're actually making, you know, the exactly. the right decision. Um, someone yeah. who is extremely you know faithful and you know God driven. She was like, there's no reason to uh, rush That's the process you. and you know take the time when when the time is right. You know, know, you'll know. So, yeah, that's my mama. It didn't happen. I pumped the brakes. Boo-hoo. I pocketed. I didn't know though. You have, yeah, you never know until like 
I don't later down the line down the line and I actually in my mind it was like a little bonding moment or a little <laughs> secret I don't know if it was like the now when I think about it it probably wasn't the the smartest thing to do with a with a seven year old at the time because they oh. don't keep secrets very well hmm. but I actually showed that's what you did that time I showed Yasmin yes. Yeah, yeah, the ring. Yasmin was in the loop, and she was, she would kind of tease me. <laughs> she would be like, "Nico and I have a secret. Never mind, I'm going to tell you. Or I have a. I want to tell you something. You, I know you're going to be happy, but I can't tell you. She would do that often, <laughs> and I'd be like, "What are you talking about? Like, you actually freaking me out now. What is going on?" But she never broke. So she did good. She did. Yeah, and so that was that was our little secret. And you had shown her the ring on that trip. Yeah. So yeah, this is how she was teasing me once you had left. Yeah, after I left. But I showed her after I left. So uh, like not after I left, but like maybe the night before the leaving phone? or oh, I thought over like a video call. No, or no, no, no. Like mm. maybe the night before. What did she say when she saw it? She loved it. She's like, oh, that's so nice. And she asked me why. She was like, just do it. Just do it. She's like, oh why? Oh, my gosh. She's like, why are you going to wait? And I was just like, because I want it to be grand. I want it to be special. It's like, this is just, it was a little rushed. But I want you to know that, you know, I love your mother and that this is, you? I'm serious about her. But just right now is not the time. So this is going to be our a little secret. Did she agree? Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. you gotta promise me. She was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but then every time I would talk to her over Skype or something, she'd be like, I almost. I think she told Jessica. Oh my gosh. She, she, probably... she had to tell somebody. She told her cousin. My goddaughter, her cousin, yeah. <laughs> so that was funny. And then we get back to having a great time with the family. I'm hooked. I'm like, yes, these these can be my in-laws. Like, I'm, I'm for I this. I choose you. Yeah. And um, that was more validation for me as far as what I would want in, you know, my in-laws or just mm-hmm. the relationship or the experience that I had of, you know, a big family. And the relationship um, and sense of, the community and how we interact with each other too yeah for sure and for me I've always like the the hopeless romantic in me I liked the idea of having really good relationships with the in-laws like Mm -hmm. I always envision like I want to be able to call my my mother-in-law mom like I want to feel that closeness where it's like you know, some some relationships aren't so lucky they where they're, you know, extremely stuffy or like you got to call me by, you Mrs. know, my surname so or Mrs. So. Yeah, Mr. they are quite uptight about it. Yeah. So mm. the fact that, oh, yeah, you know, it that. was welcomed of call me mom. And I just was like, man, yeah, this is this is going to be awesome. Like we're going to be able to really build a great relationship. <clears throat> so I left extremely optimistic but now in my mind, it was just a matter of like, okay, now we just need to really develop this bond. Like we need to start moving in the, in the direction of, you know, setting, setting boundaries, talking, you know, about like, expect- like what our expectations yeah. Are from which which from weren't always a conversation. It wasn't always a conversation, but as we would get to, as I said previously, like a road bump or something yeah, that we, we maybe we, disagreed mm-hmm. on, then we would be forced to deal with it and get like figure that figure out that way forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so after we left um, George, we we went back to. Cape Town. Oh, I forgot about Muscle Bay. That wasn't the first trip. So was, was it? Yeah. 
So we mm-hmm. actually we we did a lot again, guys. It was this a jam was packed trip. It was three weeks. Three weeks, we and did we did something most. so much. And so um, before that, just to kind of add another event, we we went to a city called Muscle, Muscle Bay. Am I saying well, that right? Well, it's a town, Muscle Bay. Muscle yeah. Bay, and and usually, well, I don't want to say usually, but my dad stayed in Muscle Bay. Now he lives in Cape Town, but my my stepmom's still there. My siblings are still there, so yeah. And your stepmom worked for a hotel. A hotel. So she put us up in a hotel for like literally one night. Yeah, one so, night. So so we could do that drive two by rooms. on the way to yeah, or, um, two rooms adjoined. Yasmin mm. uh, felt so big because she had her, her she had own her own room. room. It was right on the ocean. Right on a beautiful, beautiful pic. Um, right next to scenes. the caves. Yeah. So there was a lot of sightseeing we got to do as well. We had a really nice seafood dinner. The seafood in Cape Town, by the way, is absolutely amazing. <laughs> or just South Africa in general. In general. Just, it's, it's really, really good. And so this trip was really... I mean. We, we kind of do that every time we're with each other just to try to, I guess, it's almost we like making up, up for, for lost, lost time. time. And so when so you're we, seeing each other every five, six, seven months, what are you going to do yeah. besides make every moment count, like, as far as possible? You pretty much need a vacation after that little vacation mm-hmm. because you, we, we did so much. Yeah, so this was, this was jam-packed. And um, when we got back to Cape Town, we... It we was, did a trip just the two of us. We did a trip just the two of us. We went to Paul. Paul, but before that, we went to a nice. Um, that's when we went. You took me for a spa treatment. Oh, that was we like went to a, the spa. that was my favorite spa, the Crystal Towers. Century oh, that City. was amazing. So like a couple spa day. Couple, yeah, we did, we did that a couple spa day. That might have been. It was a whole, and this was you planned. This was like good on you I mean because it was me coming to visit you so you kind of set everything up mm-hmm. even though you know Valentine's Day is a lot of the times for for the, the woman for it was me you yeah. know traveling out to see you you knew what was but you know I'm not really like that yeah true, you, when it comes as to far Valentine's as like I want to do those things like regularly yeah. I don't want to be the person that waits to until Valentine's Day comes around to do the absolute most and you're scrambling. Right. So it was... But it was around it was Valentine's around Day. Time, and yeah. we, so you had set up, we did a, a couple's day at the spa, which was awesome. Um, just sitting in, like they had a, a rainforest. The sound, <laughs> of, everything was green. You had, it was the backdrop. I think it's called a virtual forest. Yeah, virtual forest. Because it looks like you're in the forest, mm-hmm. and then there's these, like, showers, like, like mist that comes, from, and you're sitting on, like, tree, a log, yeah. tree trunks, yeah. and there's mist that comes we, out. Yeah, Sauna, cocktail, salt, bar, salt, yeah. Facial, maybe? Man, we did the, the most. most. Like, really living it up. And then... Then we went to Paul. And then we went to Paul, and we stayed on this golf, really nice golf resort. Which I didn't play golf, unfortunately. We had anticipated, but I think time the just... The weather may have... You know, ran away with us. Mm. Um, but we had an amazing dinner. Um, and, and Paul's a wine country. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In in Cape Town or in South Africa. Just outside of Cape Town. About a, was it 40 minutes? Pretty much, yes. And... We had an amazing Valentine's Day dinner. The whole course meal, something to that effect. Yeah, the full, the full shebang. Mm -hmm. And then that was, and that was kind of the highlight of that trip. Um, You know, one of the things that. I always, I talk about now regarding our relationship is at my core, it's not my best quality, but I've always kind of been a pessimist and, you know, you being in my life has actually really 
helped me be the opposite because you're you're the complete opposite of that. You see the good in everything, um, which is I think why you know something that I, I connected with you or I admired as to something I wanted to try to achieve or mm, aspire or aspire to, to work to be that way. Yeah. But at my core, you know, just the way. You know, I was raised a little similar to my dad, just kind of a pessimist. So as much as I'm wanting certain things to happen or I want my life to, to move in a certain direction, I see this woman that I'm, you know, really invested in and I want things to work. There's something in the back of my mind that always would tell me every time I would come to travel, I would always, mm. something would always tell me like, it's not gonna. This be is this is gonna be the time your, that something, something's gonna be off. Something's or, gonna be off, or I'm gonna feel a little disconnected. Disconnected. Maybe There's the gonna chemistry be is gonna be a bit right, less. Right. <laughs> For some reason, like, but I'll, you said that to me. I think not every time. Not every, but, but you had. Yeah, I've always had. Yeah, and I never, I'd never gone there. I just knew. Yeah. Sparks would fly, butterflies. And but. <laughs> You know, sure enough, and it, it's a tribute to how close we we are. Every time those doubts would surface, every trip I'd be on with you would certainly always even further validate. Like, yes, this is this is right. This is I'm I'm making the right decision here, and although. I, I pumped the brakes on the engagement right in that moment. When leaving, I wasn't I wasn't in doubt. I just it wasn't the right time to get engaged. We needed more time to to grow. But leaving, I was again even further validated. Like man, this is this was amazing. This was was an amazing experience. We had the time of our lives were we're glow we're growing even closer yeah. i'm I'm developing an even closer relationship with, yes. with your daughter i you know connected so well with your mom I was like this is th- we're we're doing the right thing mm-hmm. and so after I left we because of i guess that was the first maybe issue or kind of conflict that we've had about like I don't like the way you're moving or the mm. the, the you know maybe not seeing eye okay. to eyes of maybe what you thought is acceptable and yeah. what I um, didn't find acceptable yeah. and um, we made a conscious effort and like you said it wasn't always where it's just like, like okay let's out. like map it out you know, yeah. we, we're still human. We still move a certain way. And we had to, you know, come to and really learn from a distance. Again, something that is much easier, mm-hmm. I feel, when you're when you see somebody. Yeah. Because dealing with conflict sucks in general. But overcoming <laughs> conflict when you, you know, have somebody in, in the flesh where you can hold them and they can actually feel your sincerity of apology or they can feel the you know emotional mm-hmm. connection that you know we're gonna get through this or we're gonna overcome this or you know I'm sorry and and when you're doing it from a distance you really don't have that you're doing it over the phone yeah and thousand miles away it's just everything is a is just more difficult yeah and you know a lot of times it's so we're, we're so quick on our on our phones with, you know, texting, we had to learn quick that, you know, if it's something real serious that, that needs a discussion or that, you know, maybe could escalate into something a little heated, it has to be verbalized. You have to set aside the time to do it because the texting thing doesn't work. Sending the message. I'm telling you now. Even a voice note right. because of the, in, the tone in your voice sometimes. So it, you know, just to save everyone's time and energy, <laughs> make time to pick up the phone or do that video call. Right. Understated. 
No distractions. No distractions. And you have to actually be there and be present. Texting doesn't work at all because you don't, you can't read emotion. You mu- so many, so much gray area, yeah. misunderstandings, misinterpretations. Exactly. And then it can vo- be avoided. <laughs> voice be notes avoided. is not ideal, but you can kind of you hear the the tone and mm. the diction. But I mean, fa- if you're gonna do a long distance face to face. Is yeah, certainly the based. the most ideal because it's the closest thing that you're gonna have to, you know, doing it in person, and so it was five five months mm-hmm. um, after I left Cape Town the second time that we five months of us really trying to further grow and mature yeah. our relationship. Um, at this point, we didn't have any set plans of when our next time we were going to see each other. We did early on kind of determine. We we set a goal. We didn't know exactly what we were going to do. but yeah. Who was going to go wait? Our goal was five to six months. We thought was a realistic time frame financially to be able to, you know, see each other until we started you know, planning for, you know, for a big, for a big move. So we knew we were going to see each other again within, you know, five to six months. We didn't know exactly what we were going to do, but we just, I feel like that five month period, we, we really had some relational growth there. Um, Probably the most. I think, and I, I could think of some of our, you know, conflicts to share with you guys was, you know, I had a, my relationship with, with nightclubs was always as a single man and with my boys. That was never a space that I felt was appropriate for, for boyfriend and girlfriend, just for me personally. I mean that was that was a place where I was, you know, chasing tail, looking to talk to women or being with different boys bonding, looking to, you know, talk to women. Why couldn't you go with your partner? I just thought for me the club was a space to not that you couldn't, <clears throat> but for me the club was a a space for my boys and for my single self to look to try to attract other women. I can think of 50 million other things I'd rather do with a partner then turn up. than to go to a nightclub. Sometimes the turn up is nice with your partner. <laughs> and so for me, and you, and, you, and you had, and your relationship with nightclubs was very different. Like yeah. you... I go out to dance. You, Exactly. I'm a dancer. You're a dancer. And so for me, I had a, again, just from my own perspective, I had an issue with the, the amount of, the amount that you would go out. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's like, what do you, like, clearly where this is getting serious. Like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) You know, going out, you know, to the clubs all the time, which like. Like your girlfriend. And it wasn't even uh, a double standard type thing. Well, I felt it was because I was even in a space was like, I'm not, I'm not moving like that anymore. Like, I don't really even go out like that. I don't want to. One, I don't want the temptation. I just don't want to be in that, in that environment. And so that was... It was a hard transition for me, and it was, again, it, it took a lot of compromise of of you understanding where I came from. Of like, yeah, when did. you just used to, because for you, it, it's hard to understand. Or it's hard to want to change something that you felt was so organic or unharmful in your mind. It was, I'm just dancing, yeah, which is completely. Yeah. Understandable, and the but you have to understand my perspective. I I definitely tried. I didn't initially, but also the difference in clubs. 
the club that you met me in was the clubs that you were used to. Yeah. And that was a commercial club. Makes sense. That's what majority of the people do when they go. But the clubs that I would be at, that I would be frequenting, would be the underground spaces, the underground clubs, deep house music. And that, for me, was just one other way, like my therapy, because I knew I was either going to go with, with my, one of my closest guy friends or I was going to go with my girls. Probably with my guy friend because that's my partner. That he is my dance partner. So I didn't always get it. I just knew that I feel so good when I go because I, I feel almost like I need it. Hmm. In my soul, I feel like I need it. And it made sense to me. And it was unharmful, as you said. It was innocent. It was good, clean fun because I don't even go out and get drunk and, and wasted or anything. Mm-hmm. It's like good, clean fun. So what could be wrong with that, in a sense? So yeah, so that was definitely something that we had to, you know, create an understanding and kind of meet in the middle. And then the other thing was the staying out really late. Yeah. I know that was probably those two things are probably like the were the biggest conflicts <laughs> that we would have, and I felt, and I the reason I felt because like last episode you had talked about me being with your guy with friends. my guy friends going and you know feeling AOL. nervous or just concerned concerned with you know me not you know being out all night or hanging mm-hmm. out with my buddies and. For me, the way I justified it was like this is not a this is not an, an occurrence, an occurrence uh, thing. Like this is a special, often. it's a special event. occasion. I'm, I'm with my buddies, True. and I knew how upset you were of me being out one, not being able to get a hold of me, and then two, me being out so late, and the the space that you operated in Cape Town with. The lifestyle that you had with the the circles, it was definitely more frequent. frequent definitely more. And I had a huge. <laughs> I, I I'm had, the I'm the party queen. I was the party queen. And I used to be so <laughs> upset uh, uh. to the because again, from my own, I have a lot of experience, and anything after twelve o'clock doesn't like that's when the freaks come out like the, oh. that's when the the trouble happens like nothing good happens after after you midnight always say that and you always say that like knowing that and i'm i'm doing the math y'all like i know we're nine hours different i know okay clubs close i did the same thing out at you know we don't three, even we, our clubs close early in Cape Town, they don't really... There may be one or two that'll stay open till four. But there's just this... You want such a high once you're done. Everybody's going to go want to get food after the club. You're going to congregate. You're going to just enjoy enjoyment. It was pure enjoyment. And aside from that, you also were... You also had an issue with the amount of time that the frequency or at least the amount of time that I would go out for because of Yasmin. That was... But I would do this when she was with her dad. Like when it was his weekend, then it was my weekend for me. If you guys get what I'm saying, the single parents out there, if you holler, if you hear me, (laughs) that was just like, woo, okay. Mama's going to go dance. Yeah, and that was... An issue that was definitely which stems from I I had an issue growing up as a kid with feeling like my mom partied too much. My parents met in clubs. <laughs> so did we. Yeah. Hi B. I know, that's why it's so ironic. My my parents met in a in a club and it didn't end. It ended in you know divorce. So that kind of I had an issue with that, and you know my mom was both my parents were big partiers, and when I was real young, I felt like my mom 
still partied too much or I wanted maybe I wanted her attention and she was a young mom and she would go out with her her girlfriends and so for me as an adult I think that had stuck with me and it just really bothered me that here you are you have a daughter you're not leaving her by herself but it's like maybe she asked to go stay at her cousin's house Mm. And then she would go, and then she would go out. Oh, yeah. And I would be like, why? I, I was like, why? Home. I why should have should a movie be, night home? Like, why aren't by you myself. with your, your daughter? Like, yeah. Like, don't you, like, I almost feel like you don't use that as an excuse for her to go to her friend's house. Like, spend some quality time. Like, Maybe her friend's be, house, always family. Yeah, family house. But, like. For me, I'm like. It was like an out. She loves being home so much. Yasmin is just like that. She's always been. So when she asks me if she can go to one cousin or the other cousin, I'm, and my family's cool with it, I'm sending her for sure. Let's split the difference, guys. <laughs> so I would let her go. And then if something was happening, then I would be going out. But I wouldn't ever go looking for a party, you know. It just would happen to fall on the same night. And then I would be like, yeah, you're going yeah. out for a little bitty. Yeah. And the double standard thing was the issue for me because I knew how she reacted towards me on the small occasions, like big events, like catching up with alumni buddies or, and I knew how it would irritate her. But then the fact that you would turn around and go out with your girlfriend and you would be out to like four or five o'clock in the morning. babes. I, I just didn't think it was the same because... Even though it, my occasions were so frequent and I would stay out late, as you say, I felt like my responsibility, my number one responsibility was to always make sure that you knew where I was going, who I was with. If I left that location and I went somewhere else, you just knew more than anyone in Cape Town even knew where I was. And I just felt like when you had the luxury of being with your friends however often you you got to do that i felt like it was an out of sight out of mind situation where you get lost in the moment because you don't see them often and Mm. then phones die communication lines get broken completely and then i must just hear from you the next morning or whenever you wake up or whenever you get home or whenever you're not hungover because you would almost like starve yourself not see your friends, not go out on the weekend with one of them or two of them. And then when you are with them, it's like zero to a hundred. Real quick. And I knew you were going to be drinking (laughs) till like probably puking, probably, or at least a hangover from hell. Whereas with me, I, I would even be making sure that I would call you on the way home. Like you could see my face. Like there was that communication, which I allowed myself to justify yeah. why what I was doing was more okay. You went ghost a couple times, but for the most part, you definitely yeah. communicated well. I just had an issue with, like, there's no, no reason for it. Like, you're going out, have a good time. There's no reason for it to be to that length. Oh, I would go out from 11 till 4. And then you would go out, which essentially is 4 hours, 5 hours. If my math is working correctly. But if you went out with your friends, then it would be flipping three o'clock in the afternoon till the morning the next day. And that long, and I just knew. Yeah. If Nico's out with the boys, that's it. I'll hear from so, you tomorrow. Long story short, <laughs> there was a lot of work and. A lot. And, you know, maneuvering and, you know. Compromise compromising and just really learning i mean empathy is the key word guys Uh, really trying to understand somebody else's perspective and if it goes against what you believe or what you had done in the past really trying to find some understanding and where they're coming from and it's difficult because you always want to revert back to what's comfortable for you and You know, you have to put a lot of trust, trust is key, into um, 
and to your partner and knowing that they are holding you with high value and that ultimately they're going to make decisions that aren't going to, you know, disrespect, you know, what you guys are trying um, to create. So it was definitely a work in progress. We encountered a lot of, you know, turbulence um, during during that process and yeah. you know even even now we're we're constantly growing but um, you know that five month period was definitely a growing pain a grow a definitely growing pain moment <laughs> of you know really trying to fine tune and kind of develop that that framework of how we expect each other to you know cooperate within within the relationship or how we expect each other or how we view respect, you know, within the relationship. So guys, that is going to wrap up this um, episode four of Going the Distance with uh, Nico Rocks. Uh, next week, we will... Oh, I'm saying next week. Yeah. Next, uh, next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We um, will talk about our trip to Spain. Mm-hmm. And the next time and all the special events that went on in that next trip. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Going the Distance with Nico Rocks. If you connected with the story in any way, go ahead and share, download, add it to your playlist. You know, all that fun stuff. Also, very important, we, have inter- we love interacting with our listeners. So if you have any questions or feedback, Please direct them to Nikolai.Roxanne at gmail.com. For those of you who don't know, um, for our listeners, that is, I don't think we mentioned it previously, but we record each of our episodes of Going the Distance on video as well. So for each of these episodes, there will always be a behind-the-scenes video that is available on our YouTube channel, and that is called On the Go with Nico Rocks. So you guys should check that out too. It's it's quite cool to see the the visual behind the audio. Yes, yes, that's a that's a good um, plug, babe. That that's a good <laughs> job. Plug ourselves. <laughs> that's right. Again, that's uh, Nikolai dot Roxanne at gmail dot com for uh, any questions or feedback. And you can also find us at Nico, Nico Rocks. Rocks. I'm Nikolai. This is my beautiful wife. Roxanne, a.k.a. Rock Sizzle. Peace and love, family. Bye.